For any Yankee fans looking for a podcast to listen to, I suggest you check out NYY Sports Talk. Are you listening? Tune into the fellas. Damn. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. There's no BS, there's no drama. Uh. Just feel like you with the fellas talking baseball. Uh. Welcome back. This is episode 235 of the NYYST podcast. I'm your host, Christian, as always, joined by my co-host, Chris. You! And he's experiencing technical difficulties. Yank Guy Rye. He will be on shortly. You know, for somebody that yanks as much as he does, experiencing technical difficulties, that's that's a problem. I think he uses his phone, though, more than the computer. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so... It he keeps his uh, his his search history closer to the vest. There. Right, he goes on private mode. <laughs> so we're expecting SGR to join us shortly. Uh, I guess the uh, Bill Gates doesn't want him hopping on to talk Yankees. And uh, honestly, <clears throat> I don't know if uh, we should have hopped on to talk Yankees because it was a brutal weekend down in Detroit. The Yankees lost uh, all three games. They got swept by the team that entered uh, the series with the second lowest winning percentage in the American League. So it was not a banner year, uh, banner weekend for the Yankees. Uh, we'll get into all that in a minute. But as always, uh, please leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to the show on YouTube. Uh, <clears throat> so get the bookkeeping out of the way. Chris will tell you all about Patreon. Yeah, this episode, unfortunately, to our pa- to our patrons, uh, is sponsored by our patrons. You can head to patreon.com slash myyst if you want to support the show. And just to be clear, you are not supporting the New York Yankees. You are supporting the MYYST podcast because I, too, would not want to support the New York Yankees right now financially. I mean, l- let's make it fun. Let's make a five-star rating and review fun if you're on iTunes. You want to give away a shirt? We'll give sure. a, someone anyone anyone we pick, and we'll pick randomly. We can, can take anything from our uh, any shirt from our fan shop, which you can uh, get at myysportsalk.com slash shop. Um, leave us a five star rating and review. Tell us if you think this team right now. I know it's still somewhat early, okay. If you think this team's going to turn it around and and be the team that they're expected to be. We need five. Um, we need five new five star rating and reviews to trigger the for contest. it to trigger. So then you could still edit your own, right? At the bottom, you could put edit and then add your two cents here, and you, you will be entered. But we need to get five five star rating and reviews, new ones for the for the contest to be triggered. Yeah, because we need to do other triggering than of ourselves watching yeah. this team over the last weekend. Uh, it it's been brutal. Um, you know, since you decided you wanted to be uh, a tough guy and and tweet, uh, the Yankees went from unbearable to unbeatable. They went one and five. So I'm blaming you for this. I did uh, add to that though. I re I, I quote tweeted it and uh, brought it up to date and said back to unbearable because that's exactly what this team is right now. And I said to you before we we started recording that ex- uh, injuries are not an excuse at this point. I mean. Like, if they were just losing, that would be different. And I'd say, you know, 
they're struggling. They don't have a lot of guys. You know, this lineup, you had fucking Tyler Wade playing center field today. You had Miguel Andujar at first, right? But it's not just losing. They're just, they're non-existent. And it's really troubling to see. Right. And uh, before we get any further into the show, we were given permission by the high and mighty that we can now legally criticize the Yankees. So yes. we're we're okay now, you know. Yes. We I, don't want any, I don't want to get any angry letters saying, oh, you guys made fun of the Yankees. It, it's okay now. The high and right, mighty said cleared. that we, we can we can do it. So. It was cleared. Okay. okay. So uh, <clears throat> I don't know what to even begin with. Uh, I don't really want to get into these games, to be honest with you, because there's nothing to get into. Nothing uh, happened. Nothing good happened. No, I mean, it, really, you... I, the offense is non-existent, and I'm tired of having the same conversation with the same people that are all like, oh, the Yankees are home run or bust. They don't score if they don't hit home runs. Well, you know what, bro? Honestly, they should try hitting more home runs. Honestly, you know, right- I, th- I thought about it just to, just to cut you off real quick before you get to the number. I thought about it, and I was like, Everyone complained this team was home run or bust. Are you happy now? Because they've hit like some singles and stuff. Are you happy? I believe they had 10 hits in Saturday's game. Yes, 10 hits. That's great. Is everyone happy now? They're hitting the ball. They hit. How many? No, wait. They had nine hits today, scored two runs. Mm -hmm. Okay. So... It was they only had three hits uh, Saturday's game, but they had nine hits today and only scored two runs. You know, if some of those hits would have left the ballpark, we might have. They been had a decent amount. Of, they had a decent amount of hits the other day, though the first game. No, or maybe yeah, I'm thinking look, of the Blue Jays series. Let's look at the box score from. Uh, uh, they had eleven hits right on, right. on Friday. So and scored two runs. One of them was on a pass ball. So it's good. They're hitting right. They're not home run or bust anymore. This team is meant and built to hit home runs. If they don't, they don't win ball games. Plain and simple, whether you like it or not. Now everyone fights me and says, you know, in the postseason, home runs don't win ball games. I disagree. If you look through each round, I bet you I'd bet you anything that the teams that are most successful have the most home runs. You know who hit the more home, you know who hit more home runs in the uh, division series last year? The Yankees or the Rays? Uh, I'd have to say the Yankees. No, the Rays did. So. Ah, okay. Well, there you go. I, and I bet you uh, the Astros hit more home runs in the ALCS. Maybe not, though. Rosarina had a lot. So. Uh, the, yeah, if you really do a, a study on uh, the teams in the postseason, it's usually the team that hits the most home runs because it's hard to string together three or four hits in the postseason to score a run. And you're usually getting somebody that puts one over the wall uh, to score a run or after a walk, you know, you get a two-run home run. Uh, and right now, this, it, you know, it would behoove the Yankees to try to hit more home runs. I don't know what they're doing out there. The ground ball rate has to be through the roof. They've got hit what into what 50, 51 double plays this year. Uh, so that just, it, that just goes to show you right there, you know, in situations like in, uh, in Saturday's game, bases loaded, nobody out and is up. You lift the ball to the outfield. That's a run right there. Yeah. Granted, they got, they got a run. 
in the double play, but you know, you killed the rally right there. At least if you, you drive the ball to the outfield, score the sack fly, you still got a runner in scoring position with with one out. Let me ask you a question. Did did Giancarlo Stanton the number one strikeout or home run guy until you know he got hot this year and now he doesn't uh, exist either? Did Giancarlo Stanton have issues hitting home runs last postseason? Uh, no. Why? Because did he show up? Yeah, he showed up last year. So could you argue that if the Yankees would just show up in the postseason, that the home runs can work? Is it maybe not a home run or bust issue? Is it maybe just these guys don't show up in the postseason? Well, I have, right now uh, we need to not even worry about the postseason. Uh, it's... It's frustrating, man. Like, I haven't been this. I mean, if you remember those like 2013, 2014, 2015 teams, the ones that had Lance Berkman on them, yeah, I think he was there in 11 or 12, whatever. Or, uh, what was, the, what was the third baseman that we hated? Who, Kevin Euclid? No, it was the other guy, uh, Headley. Oh, yeah, Chase Headley. Yeah, there he is. Hey, stack guy rise here. What up? So, right, we were just talking about how awful the Yankees are, and I'm glad you're on because I want to ask this question real quick. Do you guys think that Uh, this stretch of, like, awful offense and everything is worse than the beginning, uh, the first month of the season? Yeah, because uh, well, they've re- now you were hoping that they had turned the corner and they reverted back to being a bad baseball yeah, team. So yeah. I agree. I guess the biggest difference is that the starting pitching has been s- somewhat manageable. Yeah, well, here's for me, it's like what Christian just said. But on top of that, it's that at least during the first month of the season, you were seeing glimpses, like you were seeing certain things each game that were making you happy, whether it be a great starting pitching performance, a dominant bullpen performance, or like a couple guys that were really struggling start to swing a good bat. And now it's just, I can't find one thing I'm happy about in any of these games. It's really bad. Well, you knew the, the, the starting pitching couldn't keep up that level that they were at. That's not even my... Dude, even if they were at that level, this team isn't scoring runs, so who cares? They were winning, though, with right. scoring two or three runs a game when they were pitching as well as they were. But that, they were but only my, allowing one run a game. Yeah, but now they're not even... How many runs they get today? Two? But that's the point. They, they can't, you can't sustain winning without scoring. Like, they were... I, they were playing. They were winning. They were playing well because their pitching was able to match the, what the offense was doing. And now the pitching is kind of, you know, leveled off here, and the offense hasn't picked it up yet. I just, I get this feeling, and I and I texted this to you guys today or the other day. This organization, and it's really scary because they're supposed to be like, they're supposed to have that window of opportunity open, but this organization is getting very stale. And then I sat and I took a couple days. This was a few days ago. And I took a couple days and I was like, what does that mean? Why do I feel that? And I think I, I, I figured out why. To me, an organization goes stale when two things happen. One, you're unsuccessful over and over, which has been happening since, you know, post-2009. 
And and the second thing that I can't fucking think of right now. I can't think of it. Oh, sorry. And the second thing is you're while while being unsuccessful, you are also still predictable. Right? It hit me the other day. Stanton finally comes back. Finally comes off the IL. Plays one game. And I said, I guarantee you, bet my life, he's benched the next day. And then during the game, when it was when it was close or whatever, so you know, they had a chance to come back. I said, and I guarantee you he actually pinch hits at some point. And it, and it and it and it will prove that he could have played. Like he's a DH. And what did they do? They benched him and then he ended up playing, no? I don't think he played yesterday. Yeah, I think he came in mm, gonna, at some point in the game. I think I'm going to have to prove you wrong on that one. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. But it's just the point that they do the same things over and over again. It doesn't stop. Yeah. It's beyond the injuries. It's you the, know, you know This organization it has become predictable and stale. And where else it doesn't stop, too, is when, when something's not working or when an no, injury he didn't happens. play yesterday because the game never got even uh they were down six to one in the fifth and that was that was it they got three hits yesterday so there was no need to wake him up from his slumber what were you saying right his audio they, is fucked up sometimes is that they um they they keep going to the same guys over and over again whether it be mike ford tyler wade all these guys i think they need to start to use their organization. I get it that they, they just, they see prospects as when are we going to trade these guys? Whereas maybe it's time to look at prospects as let's try and find a diamond in the rough that can help us right now, because whatever they're doing, it just isn't working. It, it's time to call it that kid get gittens. I think that's, that's, yeah, I mean, he's, he's playing really he's not well. A kid. He's like fucking 40. Well, he's, what, <laughs> he's playing really well. I mean, they need a spark. It's time to do, it's time to change. Change something up. I'm sick of these Mike Ford moves. Or they, it's, it's, they got to try and do something with. Yeah, their but what you you're just replacing Mike have. Ford with a right-handed Mike Ford. That's all you're doing. So right, I mean, but like you're I'm, replacing I'm him. For, you're replacing I'm, him with someone. I'm for it, bro. Look at what I'm, the Rangers did. Look what the Rangers did. Didn't they? They signed that guy. Are you Garcia? whispering? He, are you whispering a little? I'm, I'm talking. I'm, I'm talking. Lo- I'm talking low. He's a right low now. talker. You're a low talker. Because my mic. Because my mic. My mic. No, no, it's good. You. It's lowered now. It's leveled. All right. Okay. Um, that what I don't know his first name, but Garcia on the Rangers, he was cut by a team, and now he, and then he, he's he's one of the better players in the league. So I'm maybe the positive, Yankees have. I'm almost positive they cut him, and then brought him back because no one signed him. Hmm. Uh, well, yeah, I think you're right. Adelis Garcia, we saw him when yeah, uh, yeah, he's, he's good. Yeah, yeah, you know, right? I, you, I don't know where he is right. You make a point. You do make a good point, that, but that's part of the staleness, that. right? That's part of the staleness. Is like, yeah. okay, you know, someone gets hurt. It's gonna be Mike Ford. Do we know what Mike Ford is? Yes, he sucks. Add to your point of that they're doing the same things. It's like the same thing over and over so many again. Different ways. Over and over again. Just like when a guy They've gets injured team every year, or when a guy's like every hurt year. or sore or out of the out of the line. Christian, you called Aaron Hicks's fate of this season to a fucking T. To a T. Yeah. The second he was hurt, you said he'll end up having season-ending sh- surgery. Ding, ding, ding. Five days later, surgery. Day after that, season-ending. It's unreal. 
it's it's unreal. We can write a script that that is the same thing over and over. You really can, and, and yeah, but and that's not okay. <clears throat> yeah, but like we were saying with Chris Gittins, why there's a reason why he's hanging around in the minor leagues. Like, yeah, I'm for bringing him up just to do something, but uh, is this guy a long-term solution? Probably not. I mean, even if you can get three or four good weeks out of him, it's worth it right now because you know what Mike Ford brings to the table. That's exactly gonna, what Ryan's saying. You're I think. not going to bring uh, – I mean, I think if Mike Ford was going to get hot, he would have shown something by now, but – I can't, I can't, there's certain guys like I just can't watch play baseball anymore. And he's one of them, bro. And it's just, it's aggravating. Like the Yankees need to go out there and acquire somebody. They need to make three trades right now. And it's ridiculous to even fucking say that. And I tweeted this Saturday night, like the Yankees don't even need to go out there and make blockbuster moves. They don't even need to go out there and acquire guys that have all-star potential. They just need to go out there and get a couple of guys that when you look at their names in the lineup, that you know that they're major league baseball players. Or how about that? You know, they're playing the position that they play. Like, like I said before, not only is this team struggling to, to even score more than two runs, but you look at the defensive alignment and you got, Tyler Wade in center field and Miguel Andujar at first base in the same well, game. Right. It's stupid, but it's yeah. out of necessity. No, right no, now. I understand, but I'm kind of backing your point in that right. just in the very least, get guys who play the positions that we need to fill. And I'm not saying I want Miguel. If, if Miguel Andujar needs to play first base to be in this lineup, he's been one of the only bright spots over the last. No, he's a trash. He's a, he's a pilot. Yeah. Trash. Okay. Listen, your word is gold. So I, <laughs> that? I believe no, whatever I, you feel. I, I, I like Miguel Andujar, uh, but he's done. Uh, that that shoulder injury washed him. I'm sorry. Uh, he's had enough of he's had enough of a run here. You can't say that he hasn't. And he's not, dude. Is what is his OPS right now? Four. What is the whole team's OPS? Four ninety is great for this team. No, come on, bro. Like, let's be realistic here. You want to say that he's been a bright spot, but he hasn't been. I'm gonna pull. He's hit, he's hit a few singles. Yeah, no, you're right. He, ha- yeah, you're right in that in that part. I predicted he'd start to really hit the ball, and it, they continued to be singles. I mean, even uh, even Paul Neal, either yesterday, today, some point said that he's really surprised. Like he thought that when Miguel Andujar got consistent playing time, he would take off and start driving the ball, hitting doubles, gapping them, and he hasn't done it. You want to know how sad this team is? Who's third in OPS on this team? Probably Roof Middle Door. It's way worse than that. <laughs> it's way worse than that. Kyle Higashioka. Okay? Kyle Higashioka has the third highest OPS on this team. And you can actually, you can say that and it holds some weight because he's played a lot more games than you'd expect. Okay? After him, Gio Urshela. What is, what is Gio's OPS? 721. Gosh, is over 700? 745. That doesn't make any sense. Gary, 704. DJ, 697. It's unreal. It's really, yeah. it, it, uh, it's not good. No, his is, his is high because he has those home runs and he hasn't, he doesn't really have the requisite at bats to kind of even it out. Yeah, but enough to make a point on like how sad it is. Really. 
No, it, it is sad. It, there, he has enough at bats for it to, <laughs> for it to, for it to still be sad that he's third. Yeah, because he's awful. He's awful, abysmal. I mean, judges got judges are over nine hundred, right? Nine sixty one. And uh, Stan's probably still around like eight forty. Eight forty one. All right, so. Glaber um, Torres, 689. I know we said we don't need the home run, but. No, he's not driving the ball. He's another guy who's not. You know, your OPS is going to be driven up with extra base hits. And his hits, even though when he was hot last week, he really didn't have extra base hits. He had that one home run in the Friday night win. Uh, but other than that, like all his big hits, they were singles. They were great. They He was coming through when they needed him. But he's not He's not hitting for power. He's not, you know, get it. he's. It's it's been aggravating. Like, to your, <laughs> to your point with Miguel Andujar, you want me to name a couple guys who have a higher OPS than him? Uh, Brett Gardner. Okay. Yep. Uh, Tyler Wade. Okay. Yep. I, I don't even. You want to go one more? You want to go with one more? Yeah, Mike, Ford. Mike Ford. Mike fucking Ford. Okay. Oh, he's got three home runs. Okay. Mike Ford. It's crazy. I mean, what is, what can be going on, man? What is going on? So, Andujar's OPS is a complete product of his batting average because he's only hitting singles. He's not walking, and he's not uh, he's not driving the ball for extra bases. So, his OPS is a complete product of what he's actually hitting, and that's why it's around four. What is it like? What is it exactly like? Four thirty? Four eighty four? I think. Wow. I hate to shortchange him. That would be real fucked up of me. Let's see. I'll pull it back up here. Miguel Andujar, OPS 468. Great. It's not good, man. That's not good for... The right home to... When you write back home to your mom, you're like, Mom, my OPS is 468. Yeah, because let's think of it this way, right? With so many low OPSs on this team... They're, are they hitting home runs like they should be? No. So so if you're not getting extra base hits, what do you what is that resulting in? It's resulting in what we just talked about before SGR got on in a lot of hits with no runs to show for it. Right, do you know they had 11 base hits on Friday night? 11. And they scored how many runs? 2. 2. Uh, and one was on a, either what did, what did they rule that a pass ball in the tenth inning? Yeah, yeah, it definitely so, was. There you go. So, I was I was I was actually getting going to tweet. The Yankees are the only team that can make the imaginary runner on second more embarrassing by scoring it without even doing anything. Honestly, like you want to talk about a cheap run? A cheap run would have been Aaron Judge scoring on a base hit in the gap. But no, they made it even worse. They couldn't even score him on that. They scored the imaginary runner on a fucking pass ball because this team doesn't hit the ball at all. And then and then they and then they, you know, they lost anyway. Right. Uh <clears throat> I guess the only real thing to to kind of touch on is that pitching decision in the 10th inning. Um, I mean, if you're really looking at what's available to Aaron Boone, it, I don't know how much I can get worked up over it because it would have been what Luis Sessa would have been the other. But then when you find out that right. 
you know, he put him out there knowing that he was hurt. That doesn't make a ton of sense. There you go. I mean, that's exactly what I was just going to say. Who's better? Who's better? Uh, Wilson being hurt or Sessa being healthy? I mean, it's a, do you even have to think about it? I think Christian's frozen or he's just not blinking. It doesn't matter. This is just a, such a shitty, like, I feel like we're doing a therapy episode at this point anyway. Because I, I don't know how much more I can take of watching this team play this way. It's it's definitely, I mean, it was enjoyable because when they weren't scoring because the pitching was so fun to watch. I mean, you had Kluber throwing right. no-nos. That was, and we, we liked that part of the game, but now with, with the, it's just, it, it caught up to them now. It, it's not. Yeah. And I texted you guys like about it's Tigers, man. I texted you guys uh, when Cole was pitching, like he looks off again, he's getting hit hard and he only gave up one run, which is great, but they lost again with him on the mound end of the day though they're only four back in the loss column four and a half yeah but dude they were tied for first i know but you know see that this is where this is where the yankees right they'll have a great week this week they'll win the series against tampa bay and then against boston and we'll be i don't know the script i don't know if they will man so then this is a then this is probably the biggest week i mean every week seems to be the biggest week of the season but you know, this is a really big test for this offense because if they bounce back again and if this week goes the way it could, then you're not we're not even thinking about it right now. We're not thinking about the, the tiger sweep. Because I think Boston just got swept too, right? Or no, they Did just they? fucking swept. No, they're on a three game winning streak. Yeah. I was gonna say, about. how are we that that far out of first uh, place? No, I don't know what I'm talking about. It, it it's just you know, everyone says when this team beats up on a team like the Tigers, oh, it's just the Tigers are supposed to. And I always say, like, yeah, but the alternative is 10 times worse. And we got the alternative this this week. And it, and it makes it 10 times worse that they played this way against the fucking Tigers, against pitchers who had high ER. The guy today, I think, had a, almost a 6 ERA. Yeah, they, they're making everybody look like fucking studs. It's, Yankees have the the second lowest runs allowed in the American League this year. Yeah, and and look at where they are uh, with runs scored. If you could pull that up, I think they're yeah they're at two hundred one, and I believe well, that's that's two. pretty low. It's very low. Only Detroit, Baltimore, Cleveland are lower. That's and that's and it's not and it's not by a lot. So look, ready? Yankees two hundred one runs scored. Baltimore two hundred. So only one more run than the Orioles. Only one more run than Cleveland Indians two hundred, and and uh, one ninety two for the Tigers. But those are three teams that are tanking. Right Terrible. Now, that don't that, that have payrolls that are that compete with Garrett Cole's contract. I'm gonna have to retrain. I'm gonna have to condition you to to speak at a normal volume again yeah i know i'm like you're like whispering now i know you're so well you know what too i'm i think it's because i have my headphones on both and i have my volume all the way up so i'm like you think you're screaming i am totally yeah but uh but but yeah i mean that's you want to put it into context how bad this team is and those are really bad teams 
Like, because mm-hmm. because Michael K was making this point. At least bad offensive, bad yeah. offensive teams. Like Cleveland's Cleveland's competing at least, and the other two teams are just very bad teams. Yeah, because Tigers in Baltimore, Michael K actually made a good point for once the other day, and he said, you know, and I use this argument too that offenses across baseball have all been, you know, the numbers have been down, but you got to, when you make a statement like that, you really do have to put it in co- into context. Like, okay, if all the numbers are down in baseball, then you should still be at the top because you're, you're one of the better, you're supposed to be one of the better teams. And right. they're just, they're just not, they're at the bottom. So it wouldn't matter if, if offenses were low across the board or not. We're going to take it. We'll, it's in- you want to take a quick pause real quick? Because Christian, I don't know if he's having yeah, sure. uh, issues, but we're going to pause real quick and uh, we'll kick it back on when he's good. Okay, Christian's back. We were actually talking about something very interesting, and that's why I paused because I you needed to be here for it. I said Michael oh, fuck. K. Fuck this, bro. Like we're, We get suppressed on Twitter, and now our own machines at home are, are trying to keep us from, from fucking talking. Well, what is this about? Like stack guy ride got delayed by like 20 minutes in the beginning, and yeah. then right in the middle of the fucking show, like my computer crashes. Like what kind of bullshit is this? And last week, Howell has has this huge fucking Wi-Fi shutdown. You made shutdown. that up because you didn't oh, want to yeah. play. You didn't want to do the show on Sunday yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah. So we were talking, and I said, Michael K. actually made a really good point the other day about... That would be the first one he's made First one, right. Uh, <laughs> that offenses, you know, people keep saying offenses across the board on every team, have the numbers have been down. Well, I just said to, to Ryan that Michael K. made a great point in that the Yankees are at the bottom of the... Of the AL. No, 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 no. I said that last week. Yes, but it wasn't as bad. It wasn't as bad. They were. Don't give him any credit for something that was said already on this show. You are right. If I didn't say it on the main show, I definitely 100% said it on Patreon that it's bullshit to use the excuse that offense is down across the board when the Yankees are ranked like 25th or lower in every fucking offensive category because. Where, why? If offensive is down across the board, then why aren't the Yankees still in the top ten? They're in the the, the low mid to twenties. Do you know how? Do you know there's three teams that have uh, less runs scored than them? Yeah, what the Rockies? No, no, no. In the, the AL, fucking I mean. Pirates. In the AL, American League. Name the three teams. Uh, the Orioles. Yep. Yeah. By a the run. Tigers. By a run. By a, Orioles. By a run. Wow. The Tigers, Tigers like have to be. Runs or ten runs. Tigers. There's one more. Hmm. This one's a little... I don't think you'll get it. The Indians. Because they're actually playing well. Right. Good they pitching. might be leading... I think they're leading that division, the Indians. They're in second. Or the Cleveland or baseball team. I don't want to offend... I don't want to offend No, anybody. they're still the Indians. They're waiting. They're, they're okaying the offensive name for another no, year. Three and a half back. Three and a half back. Three games and lots. Oh, are they? They're, they're still playing well. They're above five hundred. Oh, yeah, they're five above. Five above. Give it a Which, shove. Is that that's better than the Yankees, right? I think the Yankees the Yankees fall to four above. Yankees five and above. Fuck Give it a them. Shove. Fuck the Yankees. Uh, it's crazy. I don't. Man. I don't know who I hate more. This see, I can't get mad. Like 
it, it kills me that I really can't direct my anger at this team because this fan base is so like fucking pathetic at times. And there's really no other word that I could use to describe it. Like, bro, people were saying how stupid I was for asking the question. Uh, if the Yankees didn't win the World Series this year, would you be okay because you got the booty Astros? Because we're getting fuck Altuve chance Thursday night when the Yankees are trying to not get swept by the fucking Blue Jays and you guys are chanting fuck Altuve? Like, oh. what is, what, what, am I missing something? Please, you guys oh, yeah, are my, two of are. my best friends in the entire world. You guys are like fucking family to me. Oh, I want man. you to be honest. Am you I are. missing something here? Is, like honestly, what am, am I, what am I missing? Is it, oh, that we're chanting fuck Altuve against the Blue Jays in a game they desperately need to win? Don't forget Spike Lee and Ryan Reynolds have Clint Frazier's autograph right now too. No, I think you're just looking at a at a new generation, a new generation of people who who uh, don't think as logically as you are in this sense, and it, and it pains me to to compliment you in regards to that. But like, it's one thing you want to get amped up and boo the Astros. That was cool. I loved it. I loved every second of it. But you're still chanting while they're playing a completely different team? Why? What's happening? It's because everyone listened on TV and they loved the whole fuck Altuve chant thing. And and instead instead of realizing how stupid they'd be to chant it while he's not there, they just want to be part of the action. Because everyone has FOMO now. Everyone has fear of missing out of, of a good experience in the social media. You know what we're going to be a fear of missing out of? The fucking World Series again. <laughs> the playoffs. Yeah. Like, okay. like my buddy okay. Tim just posted a poll that the Red Sox and Astros are playing each other this week, and he asked, who would you rather see win? And people are voting for the fucking Red Sox. How could you vote for the Red Sox? How could you want to see the Red Sox win against the Astros? Doesn't you make know, sense. Yeah, no, Tim makes a good point, though. I like Tim. Tim, Tim, <laughs> Tim, when he goes out there, he knows what he's tweeting. If you follow him on Twitter, he's a good follow. He's a good guy to follow. You know, I got to say, it's pretty it's pretty astonishing how much that impression is, like, so much more improved than it was when you did it a couple episodes ago. Sweet. Nice. It's well, really good. It's hard. It's hard, but it's good. It's good. <laughs> oh my god, dude! Like I wanted to, like when I tweeted that, and then some of the responses I was getting, like literally, I wanted to punch myself in the face. Like that's how bad it was, uh, guys. I, I I don't I don't get look, it, bro. Because look. like my my whole thing is I want to win baseball games. Like, and people are like, but they cheated. Who the fuck cares right now? Who cares? This is a whole big thing that we said that we were talking about a month ago or whenever it was when people were tweeting, well, don't forget, after the next three series, we can boo the Astros. Well, meanwhile, the Yankees were fucking floundering. A fucking team that was five games under 500, but we could boo the Astros. No, this team has so many problems. Like, is your, do, look, do you want to boo the Astros 
or do you want to win a World Series? What is your goal here? Do you want to make the Astros feel bad that they cheated? Because I can tell you for a fact they don't care. They don't care. Although, you know, if somebody brought that to Jose Altuve's attention, that while the Yankees were, were playing Toronto, that the fans are chanting, fuck Altuve, he'd probably be like, oh, fucking idiots. He doesn't care. You think you're hurting his feelings? You know what he did to you when uh, when you chanted that? He hit a big fucking home run that, yeah, caught, on that, his, won, that won on the game. Birthday. On his birthday. On his birthday, yeah. Yeah, look. We all get it. Like, we're, we hate that team. We're disgusted by them. But we're on to bigger and better things. If the Yankees, I'll say this. If the Yankees had won a World Series in 2018, in 2019, or in 2020, and now in 2021, you want to get your booze out and whatever, I'd still feel the way Christian does right now, but at least I can sit here and say, hey, you know what? I understand why their main focus isn't on winning a fucking World Series since we just won one, even though it still would be wrong. I wouldn't agree with it. I would at least be able to make more sense of it. We're talking about a team right now that year after year for the last three years or four years has failed miserably at the goal, and each year gets worse. This is the worst. Out of all the years since they rebuilt and whatever, since 2017, is this not the worst regular season stretch you've seen out of any Yankee team? It's fair to say. I, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. But Chris, what is the what is a Yankee fans run to? Like, where do they always go to when you you hear a clip at Fenway Park or at City Field? Twenty seven. No, we have twenty seven. No, no, no. no. It, when when the Yankees in, are nowhere near Fenway, they're nowhere near City Field, and you got oh, fucking free. Yan- yeah, Yankee sucks. Chance <laughs> are breaking out in in the uh, in the stands, and Yankee fans tweet rent free, rent free. What are you guys doing? You're doing the same fucking thing, and I don't want to hear. Oh, they cheated. They're not there. You should be focusing on getting this, doing whatever is in your power to to cheer and will this team to beat the fucking Blue Jays. Because I'm telling you, beating the Blue Jays when you're three and six against them and now are a fourth place fucking team is way more important than giving Altuve what he deserves. Let's let's get into something else. I wanted to ask you, but your computer fucking froze. No, now the computer got me fired up. So. We o- you always say Memorial Day weekend is the... Fuck Bill Gates. Is, yeah, fuck Bill Gates. Uh, you always say Memorial Day weekend is the first checkpoint of like when you can really sit down and evaluate your team, right? But let me ask you this. Are you willing to give them, since we got the Rays and the Red Sox coming in, two teams ahead of them, two teams that they need to beat, are you willing to give them one more week before you sit down and say who this team is and how they've played to see no, how they because do? Because they are what they are right now. They're a team what I'm saying is, ended. but what I'm saying is, are you willing to just hold off one more week before you truly sit down and evaluate it and see if they turn it on and beat these two teams and make up some ground and, and hopefully are back at the top of the AL East? 
No, because right now they're a team that if the season ended today, they'd be looking in on the postseason because right. they're a game out of the second wild card. Right, but so I'm, no, I'm not willing. No, because then no, we have we're going to sit here and look at what they are right now. If they because what they got hot, they won t- eight out of ten series. They split the other two, and then what happened? They won one five. What if they win these? If they look, they can easily have a five and two homestand here. I'm not saying that they can't, but what is how are they going to win these games? Are they going to win three to one games? Are they going to well, actually score some runs here? Well, what have I been because saying? If they go ahead and they win these games the same way that they've been winning. None of the, none of the problems have been fixed. What have I been? It's just s- that they, they started playing better again. What did I say all through April was that it's so early. You can't be irrational and say this team sucks. They got to find themselves first. The biggest concern is when a team seems to have found themselves they start to really progress and turn into the team that you feel they are. And then all of a sudden they regress back to, to what they were, if not worse. That's a sign of concern. And that's exactly what this team does. Now I'm going to give them a little slack here. in the fact that this team, for whatever reason, just can't stay healthy. But like I said before, that's not an excuse to only score one or two runs against the Detroit Tigers who are not throwing good pitchers out there. The guy's ERA today was what, 5.86 or something? That's not entirely true. Turnbull and Casey Mize are good pitchers. Yeah, but they had Turnbull in their fucking palm of their hands. They let him look, off the hook. Look, I said this today. I'm not tipping my cap to any more pitchers that face the Yankees. I'm not doing it. There's one pitcher, uh, you know, I got to say this against the uh, the Blue Jays. Uh, Matt had a, actually, usually it's pitchers that suck who shut down the Yankees somehow, and the Yankees just look lost. Steven Matt's actually had a really good game against them. He looked really good, and that's why I wasn't too frustrated with that game. No, no, no. Steven Matt's can't come into the Yankee Stadium and shut the Yankees down. That's unacceptable. He just had a he had a brilliant game. He was hitting fuck all him. his spots. Yeah, Chris, fuck him. I agree, but he had a brilliant game. You got to call for what it is. The it wasn't so much the Yankees sucking as it was Steven Matt's being really, I don't really know that. good. Honestly, I don't well, know yeah, that. Oh, yeah, you're right. Because... You don't know that because his team fucking sucks anyway. I get it. So, like I said, so as as to further that point that I was making, you know, Tarek Skubal, he's not, he's not a fucking Hall of Fame pitcher. I'm done tipping my cap and saying, well, this guy pitched really well today because everybody pitches really well against the Yankees. So you mean to tell me that everybody that the Yankees have faced this year, with the exception of maybe like three guys, have fat have found this magic potion to bring out the best of themselves against the Yankees. This is a Yankees problem. And I've got to, I was fucking arguing with people who are like, Oh, why can't you be happy for Alec Manoa? It's his major league debut because fuck him. Yeah. Like, seriously. Yeah. It's a great story. The kid made his major league debut at Yankee stadium with his mom in the stands. It was awesome. It really was as a human interest story. It was great. I don't want to take that away from him, but fuck him because <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, because think about it, bro. The guy's going to go, go and pitch against a real major league lineup and he's going to get his fucking ass kicked. Right? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. yeah, no, it's look, dude, it's fucking frustrating. And you know, because here's honestly, the, dude, like the kid comes in. The, I'm sorry, but the kid comes into Yankee Stadium. How about showing him, hey, fuck, hey, Rook, welcome to the big leagues instead of having him come over there, fucking pumping his fist, dancing off the mound. 
Like, yeah, great. Good for him, bro. I'm glad that he has that moment. It's something that is more than I'll ever fucking have in my life. I'll never fucking go pick up a ball and pitch on a major league mound. It's a Yankee stadium. So good for him. But I'm here to fucking talk about the Yankees, break down the Yankees, and cover this fucking team. And fuck that kid. Because really, the, what he should have did is he should have been fucking shitting in his pants be like, oh, I got to face the fucking Yankees today. No, I'm tired. I'm, I'm fucking tired of it. I'm tired of it, Honestly, when's the last time, you know, honestly, we're not facing Max Scherzer. When Max Scherzer pitched that game and struck out 30 Yankees, you could say, <laughs> well, it's fucking Max Scherzer, right? How many times have the Yankees faced a guy at the level of Max Scherzer where they haven't scored fucking runs? Not many. Uh, talking not on an individual level here, but let's just talk on a team level. I think the first order of business, the top of the top of the list of all priorities of how they can top start – turning this season around, again, on a team level, stop losing uh, games when Garrett Cole only gives up one fucking run. Please. Yeah. Are they 6-5 and five in his starts? Is that the, is that the record? I, I thought it was worse. I thought they only had five. No, he's got six wins himself. Oh, I thought he, was, so he, had, I thought he had five. So, so, yeah, they're 6-5, and five. yes. Yes. So that's another thing we need to stop is making fun of the Mets for not scoring for Jacob fucking Jacob DeGrom. Yeah. <laughs> we can't score for Garrett Cole. It's just you, bad. Th- this is what fuck. This is really why I'm so angry about this series. You have a guaranteed win in your fucking pocket with Garrett Cole facing the fucking Tigers and you still get swept. And he wasn't and Cole to, you know, wasn't even good. It wasn't even good. I texted but you guys good in the beginning of the f- game. They were hitting him hard. He's good oh. enough to fucking shut the Tigers down for six it's innings because they're fucking terrible. It's almost that hard. Uh. That's another thing, dude. I'm fighting fucking people today because I called uh. Guardy the old man. He is. Yeah, I'm, I'm old. yeah, I'm like Neil Young. Find the, find the podcast. Find the podcast that's, that petitioned not or whatever oh, campaign for Brett Gardner to come back more than we did. Can't find Neil me. Young. Neil Young, by the way, is the musical guest of this week's Mike's on Late. Ooh. Ooh. If you want to catch that, it's a special uh, Memorial Day weekend episode, a Memorial Day episode actually coming out tomorrow right. on patreon.com slash MIYST. Patriotic episode, special guest. Former what press. was the caveat that we put on it? We said we want Guardy back, but. He can't play every day. He can't play 140 games. (laughs) And what's happened? He's going to play 140 games. And not well. No. no, So it doesn't make you a fake Yankee fan for fucking calling out Brett. You're not even calling out Brett Gardner. You're calling out out problems. You're calling out the Yankees for being in the position where Brett Gardner's got to play this much. Or Tyler Wade has to play center field as an alternative. I mean, (laughs) like... Can we can we just please just can we please just like focus on that for one second on how bad it is to not just have Tyler Wade in center field but Miguel Andujar at first base in the same at the same time while this team is struggling? It, it, does are we the only ones who are like feel there's an urgent need to make a change here? Are we the only ones like looking at this team and saying, "Well, this isn't good." I mean. We have two guys who never have never really played these positions, and also the offense sucks. They had three errors in one fucking inning today. Yeah, they had more errors at to that point than they had runs in the whole fucking series. Wild, wild. 
Uh, I don't know. I, I just don't I, really know what more to say. Uh, yeah, you know what? Fuck everybody. Seriously, I'm done. I agree. I'm done. I'm fucking frustrated, man. I'm tired of dealing with the... Honestly, like, I love everybody that listens to the show. I love you even more if you're a fucking patron of the show. But I'm, t- I'm tired. Of, like, I'm, I just... Yeah, but why are you so frustrated with fans right now? Like, <clears throat> I couldn't they don't, care less. I don't even go on Twitter to read anything, really. Like, maybe that's what you need. Maybe you need a Twitter... Maybe you need to go to Twitter rehab. <laughs> maybe you need to just take a step back, stop reading things, and just tweet. No, but it's brought to me. What, it's they mention me. you? I tweet something, and then they answer Don't read it. it. Don't read it. No, because I, I always say this. We need a better class of fan. Yeah, I'm but not you a fucking, can't control that. I'm not a fucking idiot for tweeting that the Yan- before we knew that the Yankees are fucking stupid and they only brought Florida up to get through the fucking doubleheader, which was mind-bogglingly dumb. Okay? Well, it's predictable, right? Kind of what I said. I mean... That the kid needs to provide some type of spark for this team. Oh, you're stupid. How could you put that on him? Because everybody else brings up their fucking rookies, their highly touted prospects, and they spark the fucking team. Why can't I expect that? Put that on him. He's playing Major League Baseball. Oh, like, that's not that's not fair to him. Like, like, like the way right, you guys and these fucking, are the same people though that would be like, you can't trade Florial for him. He's a prospect. He's a great prospect. Oh, like last year. Remember? Oh, oh, how could how could Aaron Boone do that to Clark Schmidt? He put him in with the bases loaded. <laughs> yeah, that's something Clark Schmidt's been dreaming about since he was three years old. Yeah, I want the fucking ball with the bases loaded in a Major League Baseball game wearing wearing fucking Yankee uniform. Chris, here's my whole point. Estevan Florial up comes up here and hits 180. How's that any worse than what's happened to this right. point? At least he's a fucking outfielder. Because at the very worst, with some speed, he, he plays good defense in center field. And Brett Gardner, if you have to play him every day, shifts to a fucking corner. And then you don't have to play Miguel Andujar in the outfield. What a fucking novel idea that would be, right? How about the how about the guy I've been talking about playing outfield? Like, first of all, it, that's just the that's just the first part of the the issue with Tyler Wade playing the outfield. You're also taking a guy away off the bench, who was a phenomenal infielder. And you're just like, yeah, go in the outfield. You suck at hitting, and also, uh, you never played out here, so just go. What the fuck are we doing? What is this team doing? And why? And when does it not be... When is it not okay anymore? No, it's, it hasn't been okay. But it has been for them. Well, I, that's the whole thing, though. It's like, what do you want them to do right now? He can't... You know... I, well, well hold on, hold on. I'll stop you right there. What do you want them to do right now? Here's the first move. Don't send Florial down. I agree with that. Okay, so there you go. That's one. That's one. Step two. Play DJ at first base. No. Why? Because he, I want. I would. I don't want Mike Ford on the team. So play Chris Gittins at first base. Okay, or Gittins. There, even better. Okay, so you my just, whole point so is we that just what said you, two moves though. Th- that is what I want. All right, fine, but that's they might not be long term solutions. I'm just saying right now that you know I, I don't I need long term solutions right now. I think you do. No, no, no. We. I'm not saying that we don't. I'm just saying I don't need to see long term solutions to make me feel that the Yankees are actually paying attention to what's happening <sighs> right now. 
Right. They should. If here's my whole point, right? If you only brought Florio up to get through the doubleheader, you should never called him up in the fucking first place. Because why can't Aaron Judge play seven innings in fucking right field? Yeah, uh, that's got to stop. Well, it has because Stan's back now. So, so if Aaron Judge can't give you seven innings in right field, or he or he can't DH and play seven innings in right field, then we have a fucking we have another problem on our hands, right? Don't call the kid up here for something like that, mm. now, especially not when you know mm. you have, <coughs> excuse me, you have trouble in the outfield. <sighs> I can't. I, but like I'm just saying, like I think a lot of fans just think that Cashman can snap his fingers and trade for somebody, right? You want Delano to Shields Jr. Is that going to make you fucking happy? Yeah, like I think I ju- I think I made a good point, and I think I made a fair point just now. Just do the like, just give me the bare minimum. The bare minimum is is getting rid of Mike Ford yes. and bringing Chris Gittins up here and let Estevan Florio play three weeks. Bare minimum. Outfield. That's all that's I need. The bare that's, minimum. If you don't want to make a move or there's no move out there to make or or whatnot, fine. Just do the bare minimum. That's all I'm asking for. Because at that point is that you're going to get through that and decide whether or not they, they can play or not. Then you'll be closer to July when maybe some teams fall out of it or there's something might pop right. up because you, you look at all these early season trades. Somebody wrote an article of early season trades that, that Brian Cashman has made. They all happened in mid to late June. So you're still like three weeks away from that. So until then, get, just do this. It's not good, man. If Estevan Florio can't handle coming up here and batting 180 and that derails his entire career, then fuck him too. Seriously. Yeah, I mean... What more do you have to say? Uh, I, I'm so deflated, and I've never felt like this in, in the regular season, let alone the regular season at Memorial Day weekend. Like, we're still early. There's still 100. How many games are left? 109. 109 games left. All I need to see is a little, a little bit of the light at the end of the tunnel, and right now it just seems to be in our rearview mirror. Right. It's, it was a really bad week, but I'm still not at the point where I'm like, I'm, I'm not done. No, with I've just never felt this frustrated and deflated this early on because they're not hitting Chris. If they were losing games 10 to eight, you'd feel, I'm telling you, you'd feel a lot better about it. The fact is that when the team falls down two nothing in the first inning, you know, the game is over. I texted it. I, I tweeted it in the first or whenever King gave up the two runs. Was that the first in the inning? First inning. He gave up the runs. I said, ball game. Done. They're not I, winning. To be honest with you, I knew the game was over when Aaron Judge grounded into that double play. The game was over. I actually, I'll tell you something. It was, it was what first and third or first and second, no out. When Judge, when Judge got up, it was first and second with one out. First and second with one out, or no, I think it was first and third with. Oh no, first and second, one out. And I walked away. No, no, there was nobody out because he bats third. No. Oh, right. You're right. So I walked away. I had to do something. I think my daughter was screaming. Had to do something. Came back up in five minutes and it was at commercial. And I was like, are you got to be fucking kidding me? And it came back zero, zero. I was like, Jesus. And you know, and that's again, that's just the luck of this team because it's not like it was a, he hit the ball hard. It's what you want. And the guy, you know, in the third baseman made a pretty solid play on it. I mean, I, I, I don't know. 
I knew the game was over yesterday when fucking Andrew Hard grounds in a double play bases loaded nobody on to get one run. I said if you don't, you're not putting multiple runs up there, the game's over, and it was. You know, and uh, <clears throat> look, and I think we can all be fair that uh, you know the Booner for Boone is on life support right now. Nah, yeah, mine's completely. Suffering. Mine went. Mine's in. You're in. It's in there. It went uh, inside I, now. Uh, yeah. Uh, I I just. Uh, I don't know what people want this guy to say right now. I don't care. Look, if you're worried about what Aaron Boone is saying, then you're not truly worried about Aaron Boone at all. Because what he says does not fucking matter to me. Sure, does it make me feel a little cozy inside when he actually talks about how piss poor the team is playing? Fine. But I don't give a fuck about what he says. I care about what he's doing. And I've been the biggest supporter of Aaron Boone. And I, I, I'm to a point now where I can't even justify supporting him. I mean, you're bringing in Justin Wilson in a game that you need to fucking win when you know he's hurt. You know he's hurt. And then you just have guys like, clearly he's not talking to the team after when you have guys going up there continuously day after day with no approach. And then they have such a bad at bat that you're like, too many guys have had so many bad at bats that he's got to address it and things will be different tomorrow. No. A pitcher can throw fucking 12 straight balls to start an inning and the next batter will still swing at the first pitch. <clears throat> that can't happen. That's got to stop. It needs first, to be an organizational thing coming from the manager after games when he's seeing it too much. Chris, the Yankees had a little rally going today in the ninth inning. The first and second, or two runners, what was it? I don't know. They had two runners on with nobody out. Why is Tyler Wade swinging the bat at the first fucking pitch? You know what? I'm glad you just said that. I'm glad you just said that because it reminded me of the eighth inning. Here's what I'm doing if I'm Aaron Boone tomorrow. They're on a plane, right? They, they probably landed in New York by now, right? Uh, maybe. Okay. Know. Let's just say they, they just landed. It's 10 o'clock. Okay? Here's, here's the announcement I'm making to the team before they leave the, leave the plane. Uh, all right, guys. Get to bed early. You'll be at the stadium tomorrow at 6 a.m. Uh, wear shorts. Bring your running shoes or, or your cleats or whatever. Uh, we're going to be doing base running for about an hour and a half all different types of situations because this team is so fucking piss poor. We don't even know how to run the bases properly. How many outs have, how many outs have they given teams, especially in big spots late in games when they need runs? It's fun. To, it's, it's like the, I don't know, basics. but they probably lead. They probably lead the league in it. That's the first thing I'm starting there. I'm treating them like they're fucking just dumb idiots. Well, you know what? To be f- don't deserve to I be. I mean, here. if you want to, you want to be fair to the guy. I mean, we should be fair to the guy. And uh, he had them doing infield drills on a getaway day, which is unheard of in Major League Baseball before a game. So and, yeah, we, and you know what? I love I to mean, hear that. And I honestly, like, you watch the game. I, I'll give Gio Urshela a fucking pass, dude. Because you, I mean, the guy's ser- so good. All, but not even that, bro. The, you could tell the bat fucked him up when the bat yes. was coming in. His, uh, yes, it definitely did because that fucking bat flew all the way to him. But there's no there's no excuse for how Glaber Torres played that inning. No, uh, I just don't. Uh, 
Uh, it's like you being know, a dead horse. I mean, they, they suck right now. Plain and simple. So, I mean, like, if he wants to, I w- maybe I wouldn't do it tomorrow. Uh, maybe because it's a travel day, and maybe I, maybe I would do it on Tuesday. See, that's the I'm, thing, though. I wouldn't I'm, give a shit. That that's what makes that's what gets the point across. Yeah, but I don't. I don't care. It's a travel day. Maybe wake it's the fuck too. up. Wake up at. I don't get ready. Turn your heart fucking black at this point. No, I mean like his heart. It doesn't work properly. Remember? Oh, oh. yeah. Wake the fuck maybe up. He need, maybe he needs to rest. Be at the stadium. Time to run. Time to learn how to run bases. You this literally gonna, fucking. Idiot. I mean, seriously, he 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 won't get fired. He's gonna die. This yeah, team's gonna fucking kill him. Yeah, listen, I, I gotta say, I don't know what it would take. Like, at what point I would? Because I'm not expecting the Yankees to fire Aaron Boone. I'm not. He shouldn't a, be fired anyway, in my opinion. Not right now. Not during the season. No. See, here's maybe not right now, but. I think the Yankees could get to a point if they continue this where I'm sitting here saying, okay, time to go. I don't care who's... Do, the, do you think the Yankees are going to be that far out of it where it's going to... Well, that's, uh, well, that's what I'm saying. If they do. If they do. And at that point, what's the point of even making a fucking because change? You, because you got to. You got to. You, you have don't, to. Don't bring them back. Again, I'm, you got to show, you gotta show <laughs> that as an organization, as upper management, that you're at least paying attention. I think, well, we don't know if Hal's paying attention because if Brian Cashman comes back and his team misses the fucking playoffs this year, that's going to be a real fucking problem. Crazy. Well, I'd say, look, dude, I don't think it's unfair. Um, I wanted them gone after last year, but I, I gave him a pass because of COVID. I didn't think it was fair to fire anybody off of last season. But you know what? If they don't win this fucking year, it's time to go. And I'm not, I'm not going to be drastic and say, oh, I need them fired right now. I'm willing to give them 162 games. I'm willing to give them the postseason. But you know what? If they're not, out, if they're not at the very least, at the very least, winning a winning an American League championship this year, we need it, it, changes have to occur. Couldn't agree more. And you know what? That's what I'm saying. Like, if what do you? They're just you want Carlos Mendoza. The, he would be the interim. Co- uh, manager, I mean, who the fuck are the Yankees going to bring in in midseason? Like, uh, let them let this season ride out, and hopefully you win a World Series. Or if you don't, then you know, then you have a full off season to really sit there and and bring in a guy that you think is going to be the right guy. Like you, you, you're gonna you're gonna fire Aaron Boone for what? Like I said, Carl, like dude, don't get me the, wrong. I tweeted. The problem is ahead. that Cashman has too much power. Cashman has too much power. It doesn't matter who the who the manager yes. is, as long as his philosophy is still in place. And that's another point because everybody's like, "Oh, Boone's a puppet. Great, he's gonna he's gonna trade fucking Kermit for Miss Piggy." Yeah, because right? everyone's gonna be a puppet for as long as Cashman's here. That's this is it, if you don't have the philosophy, <laughs> if you don't have if you don't have the Yankee philosophy, you're not getting hired. Like the Yankee philosophy has to change from from the top down. That's the first step. So, so we could talk all we want about managers being fired, but really what we're saying is we want to see a new GM in here with a different mindset. And I don't even get on Cashman for the guys he gets. I think he does a really good job. I think he makes a lot of mistakes. I think a lot of his you know high, uh, low-risk, high-reward deals haven't really panned out the way he thought. But at the end of the day, Brian Cashman really he hasn't done a bad job. It's the philosophy of the team. 
It's the not taking pitches. I don't care who you are right now. If you're not named Aaron Judge and it's a 3-0 count, you should be taking a pitch because not one of them can hit the ball solidly. Not one right now. You got to have approach. You got to have a, a different mindset here. Right. And you know, you know that I'm not the blood for blood sake type, but I need, I need blood. I need fucking blood. I need a sacrifice right now. I need to see somebody go. It's got to be Tim. Yeah, need a ritual. It's got to be Tim's. Oh yeah. That's a good one. It's got to be. Yeah. I mean, look, <clears throat> think about it. Uh, Phil Nevin's not even back with the team uh, yet. So, I mean, like you're not going to fire the third base coach just to make a statement, right? The guy's still, apparently he's, he was the guy that got symptoms from the outbreak and he's not, I don't think he's man. back yet. He wasn't as of a couple of days ago. Um, I mean, the first base coach might be the most useless fucking position on on the fucking field, co- coaching staff wise, right? I'm not being, I don't mean to be disrespectful. I'm sure. Oh yeah, because he he's because he's standing next to the most pointless defensive person on the field, in, in the first baseman. Right. So anyone could be a first base coach, and anyone could be a first baseman. I'm sure he does other things on a team, but I mean, you, what are you? I mean, you're gonna he you're gonna, gets the batting gloves when they reach first base. <laughs> they hand it to him. That's true. That's true. You can't. I mean, are you going to fire Matt Blake? What did he do to lose his job? If anything, he's the only one doing his job. And like I said, I don't think we're at a point where you need to fire Aaron Boone. I don't know. Here's here's what the Yankees would do. You want to talk about predictable? They wouldn't really do this, but if you want to use an analogy of how they do things in everyday, you know, every day when you think a big move is going to be made or some shit or who's going to be benched or whatever, I could see the Yankees firing the assistant hitting coach. And, and and acting like that's their big move and, and that they're paying attention. I want fucking Marcus Tim and I love Marcus Tims. I used to play what was it, All Star Baseball? Ken Griffey yeah, All Star Baseball, I think. You were playing with him and that. I used to always get Marcus Tims on my team. Loved him. Loved him. Still love him. But he's gotta go. He does not deserve to keep his job. You're fired. No, when the offense is this bad. When the offense is this bad, the, the hitting coach needs has to be fired. You have to make a statement here. Because it's, I understand it's not that. illogical, though. It's not illogical. Because at least in the past, you were like, well, at least they're hitting home runs. At least they're scoring runs. They're not doing anything. And like, yes, I know P.J. Pilateri is going to come up to probably take the spot and preach the same bullshit. Well, yeah, it's got to be you clean. Still, you, but you got to do something. You got to do something. You know what it is? Did you say what name? John That He's the assistant. He's the assistant hitting coach. Um, you know what it is? You just, you just kind of sparked this for me. It's comfort. It's the comfort of everything. Imagine, imagine if this team had any, any thought of like, hey, if we don't step it up, guys, we love, we love Marcus Timms. We don't want to see him lose his fucking job because we can't hit. No. They're not even thinking that. They don't care. They're not even thinking of it because nothing drastic happens on this team anymore. Yeah, I don't like when you say that they don't care. They, they don't. They're not happy that they're losing these fucking. No, games. no, 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 no. I'm not saying they don't care that they're losing. I'm saying they're not even thinking about that they have a guy's job who I'm sure they're all very close with at stake. Why aren't they thinking that? Why aren't they? Uh, right. Why aren't they because thinking Mike, of it in that because sense? Mike because Ford is still fucking getting exactly, st- exactly every other day. Exactly, because no one loses their job. 
No one of significance has lost their job. That's a good point. It's comfort. Yes, of course, they're sitting in the clubhouse and frustrated and upset, and I'm sure they're having meetings, and I'm sure they're having talks. But let's turn it into a real-life level here instead of real, a game. Yeah. You're going to have a, a human being lose their job because you can't perform. But no, that's not Fair even point. a thought in the clubhouse right now because no one's job is on the line. Oh, well, it should be. It should be. And I'm not. I'm not advocating. And like I said, I don't really have anything personally against Marcus Timms. No, but it's the right move. This is a business too. This is a business too. When you have so many guys hitting so low, so many guys low. with low OPSs. Lewitsky. No, when when your offense has only one more run scored than the Baltimore Orioles on May 30th, there's a problem. All right, Chris, let me yeah. put it to you in terms that you that you can understand, right? <clears throat> you you used to sell cars, right? See, you're the sales manager. You mm-hmm. have five uh, salesmen underneath you. Your salesmen are expected to sell 50 cars in a month, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's a lot. They sell. Well, I'm just, just all of them together. All of them? all of them together. Oh, okay, it's just giving. I'm just giving you round numbers, right? Okay. Your sales team is expected to sell 50 cars in one month. 40 would be okay. Like your boy, your yeah, boss. Yeah, okay tread in water, 40. but yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, they sell 10. Okay, and your boss comes and calls you into the fucking office. Says, "I got to let you go. Your team's not performing up to the capabilities and expectations for me." Would you be surprised? Nope. That you got fired? Nope. The New York Yankees batted five fucking guys in their lineup the other day that have averages under 200, and they're not all fucking guys that shouldn't be on this team. Clint Frazier, Gary Sanchez, there's names in there that should be batting a lot fucking better than what they are. So if you're not going to fire the manager, which you shouldn't do, and I, I'm going to stand by that right now on May 30th that they should not fire Aaron Boone today, Who's that fucking fall on? It's got to fall on someone, man. It's got to fall on someone because uh, right now it's falling on the players. So and, and you're not and you're not moving the players, right? You're you're keeping your players. You want to stand behind them. You have a manager trot out to the press every single day and stand behind them like you should. Well, if we're gonna stand behind the players, we got to blame someone here. And we got to and that blame comes to the hitting. Let me see a new hitting coach. And I'm not talking fucking PJ, whatever the fuck his name is. I want a brand new hitting coach, and I want to see if it makes a difference. You know what you do? Hey, Paul, you getting bored in Florida? You, you, you tired of talking to Michael K for three hours a day? Who? Oh, Paul. Oh, that. Listen, you want to talk about fucking making a splash? If if you're gonna make a splash when it comes to hitting coach, okay. It's firing the guy who's been here for so long during this team just failing at the plate and then hiring Paul O'Neill. There you go. Because you want to know what? Paul O'Neill connects the fan base. He's going to get the fan base fired up. He's going to be a guy that's going to come into that room and command respect. And he has and he's a also gonna, mindset. And he's also going to be a guy that's not going to be a threat to Aaron Boone. So you win on all three fronts. Yeah. I don't see how it's a... I don't see how it's a bad move. I'm sure somebody will treat me and say, Cook, Christian's a fucking idiot. But it won't really, happen. He, but really, he's, he's got a good gig right now going. He's announcing the Yankees from his base. basement. Well, he's in Florida. I think he, I don't know if he moved to Florida. He's oh, just on permanent oh, vacation. Well, Florida, he announces the Yankees from Florida. 
But I'm just saying, all right, so I don't know who else is out there. I'm just saying, you, Paul O'Neill's yeah, a guy that you hear one, every day that. breaking down, dissecting this team. You know, there's I'll, I'll when you're, when you're making a move like that, you got you to gotta invigorate the fan base. You got to have the respect of the locker room. And he's got to be a guy that's not going to threaten the manager. And I think Paul O'Neill hits on all three of those things. I mean, we'll have to probably listen to John Flaherty call more games, but it's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. Sacrifice right now. I'm willing to, yeah. willing to make. The mute button does exist. <laughs> and you know what? I don't. I, I know I've been going that hard on Michael K on Twitter, but I can't fucking deal with him, especially when the Yankees, especially when the Yankees are losing. Like he sounds like such a disappointed dad too, and it's just like oh, I hate his guts. Uh, it's just like nah, the Yankees hit into the Yankees hit into another double play. Well, you know what, like, SGR, I fucking, I, don't know, I hate you. I'm so mad at you because you brought up some of the things that Kay just says over and over, and now I, now when I hear them, I just want to fucking seriously just not even watch the game anymore. Let's do it. <laughs> Derek Cole's ready. Jickers is ready. It's time for baseball in the Bronx. Bonus. No, and it's just bonus like- cantos. <laughs> You know, it's like when you were a little. It's like when you were a little kid, and then you you fucking you threw the baseball through the window, and then it's just like the window on a Wednesday, and it's like, hey, uh, hey, Chris, you know, you weren't being careful. You broke the window, and you're like, yeah, Dad, I know. And then like 20 minutes later, like you're like, you know, I have to go to work tomorrow because you broke the the window, and I got to pay for it. And you're like, yeah, Dad, I know. And that's like that's like (laughs) fucking Michael K. It's like. It's like the Yankees just they hit into another double play, and then like and then like three minutes later, even though you're past that now, and you're trying to break down Gio Rochelle's at bat, it's like, well, you know, the Yankees wouldn't be in this position if they didn't hit into so many double plays. <laughs> Very yeah, true. Yeah, we like honestly, dude. I don't know what his home life is like, but I couldn't imagine like <laughs> being Charlie or fucking Callie K and, and doing something wrong where it's just like. Well, you know what? You know, if you would have paid more attention in Daddy school, could have retired yeah. three years earlier, but now yeah. I got to work and I wouldn't Daddy's even watch work you grow four, up. Daddy's got to work four jobs because you got to <laughs> be in science class. Let's do it. Baby Callie's ready. I'm ready. It's time for breakfast here in the K household. They get dessert. Bonus cantos. <laughs> Ooh, bonus cantos, hon. Yeah, Michael, shut up. No, no, you missed, you missed a good one there. For an unmanageable. This was an unmanageable pork chop. <laughs> God, that's a, God. This dinner. God took damn a lot it, of cook and unmanageable. Two hours I waited for this. Dinner. God damn it, Jody. Two bacon, two eggs, two toast. <laughs> two kids at the table. What do you mean? The, what do you mean? It's going to take ten hours in the crock pot. That's and an that's unmanageable Sterling's, ten hours. Sterling's in the corner. So, okay. Well, we got to. However, however, did like time for bean. Extra food, bonus cantaloupes. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, fruit for dinner, for dessert, bonus cantaloupe. <laughs> oh, those kids are going to hate him. Uh, yeah, if, if they uh, don't already. Mean, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I could probably would have dealt with my dad a lot better if he was fucking rich. So. Yeah, that's yeah, true. He was the announcer of the New York That's game. true. Let's call for what it is. You know, honestly, though, like the other day he was going off on this rant about uh, how 
he doesn't care what the ratings say. He has the best sports talk show in the in the entire country. Jesus. You're getting fucking you're getting by beat by a guy that that was uh, asking his uh, left handed partner if he jerks off right handed. <laughs> Like, yeah, you do it. Maybe you talk more sports, but let's be honest, bro. You're a little, uh, you're getting your ass kicked, bro. Like, come on now. And I noticed a more of a, more of a prickiness to him since Carton's come back. So, uh-huh. well, the, well, even the Yankee announcers, then I guess you can say are getting stale. No, you know what, bro? And we don't, we sh- really don't need to get too far into this. Yeah. Cause we're running long. I don't want to hear fucking Ryan Rucco either. So, mm-hmm. oh no, he's he's the he's two point out. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, <coughs> excuse me. Ooh. Ever since this weather changed, bro. I don't know. Oh, I'm dying. Yeah. Only in New Jersey, bro. It goes from fucking ninety to fifty in a day. And then tomorrow, although, well. That's that's the Yankees. They go from sweeping the best team in baseball to getting swept by the worst team in fucking baseball in a fucking week. Our weather, you know what? Honestly, the Yankees are like, like the weather. Honestly, bro, like I was gonna come on the show and say this, but because we were waiting so long for Stack Guy Rye, it really like it made yeah. me more, it made me more like down than I already was. But like, and I don't I don't make fun of people with um, mental health disorders. I suffer from one myself, to be honest with you, but. I don't need fucking bipolar disorder. I root for the Yankees. That's true. You you feel you 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 get that every season. And that's kind of what I'm talking about though. Of like it's the same thing. Right? We said this was going to be the year more more like a 1998 where the team we didn't worry about it all rise all the time and that was it. Yeah, fuck us, huh? Yeah, I I but but no. I mean, we're just getting the same fucking thing if not worse. At this point, so uh, we'll, we'll drop this nice and early on uh, Monday morning. So hopefully you can have a chance to listen to it before the Yankees take on the Rays because uh, tomorrow is a one o'clock start. Uh, Yankees uh, in Tampa. You know what? The good. The if you want to do silver lining, you want to stay with the all rise all the time mantra. And I I don't want to I don't want to. St- veer from it i mean let's let's just ride it out i mean what else do we what do we have to fucking lose at this point uh last time the yankees faced the rays they beat them two out of three times although they scored five fucking runs in that series but they won two of the games so i mean let's keep that positive momentum that positive mind frame going a little bit here excuse me you got rich hill against Jamison and tyone uh monday for uh, memorial day matinee uh, and I, I said this and I, I want to give a plug here and then I'll post it on my social media when, uh, when I get the link to it, uh, I was on James Zeiss's show, uh, section 420 podcast, which airs on YouTube and public access in the Bronx and long Island. I was on a show last night. I had a hell of a time doing it. Uh, so I definitely want you guys to check it out when it, when it drops, but, uh, <clears throat> I said this is a very big start for Jamison Tyone. Like this guy has been, he's been a project, and he has been, and he's not ever taken that next step. Like now the Yankees are coming in after getting swept by the fucking Detroit Tigers. He, if there's ever a time for him to show up, show that the trade was worth it or or, or worthy of being traded for, to this is the time. 
Yeah, you want to have that James Paxson playoff drop the balls on drop your balls on the mound type moment tomorrow from from Jameson Tyone. That's what you need. You need to see that fire. You need to see him go out there and do anything it takes. He doesn't have to have his best stuff, but he does if he doesn't have his best stuff, he does have to show us that he has what it takes to to still hold it down and do and do anything necessary to to ride this team to victory tomorrow. What the first thing he can't do is allow the first run in the game. He cannot allow the Yankees to be behind. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great point. And if he doesn't feel like he can get anybody out, just fucking hit him in the head. Yeah. Fuck it. Fucking peg somebody. Fuck it. Fuck it, right? You don't throw that hard anyway. Uh, I don't know. 94 to dome probably would hurt. Nah, not with the helmet. Nah, I know, right? Uh, <clears throat> so then that's uh, that's Monday, 105, 705 Tuesday. The Yankees are TBD against Tyler Glass now. So that's I good. don't know who's. That's um, good. Maybe we'll get cute again. And we'll, uh, you know, have an opener or something cool. Uh, the Yankees are also TBD Wednesday, uh, 7.05 against McClanahan. Wild. And then the final game of the series uh, is Thursday, which is a 105 start. Both teams are TBD. But I think Garrett Cole will take the ball. Let me do this. One, two, three, four. I, I think Garrett he's taking Cole the ball Thursday. Yeah. One. Two, oh, I'm sorry, I missed Sunday. So one, two, three, Wednesday. four, five. Yeah, it would be Wednesday. Garrett Cole's lined up for Wednesday, but the Yankees haven't announced him yet. Yeah. So if, I don't. If I'm being realistic, I'll be I'll be shocked if they take two of the four. Herman should be pitching on Tuesday. That's his day to pitch. Yeah, but okay. So let's go, just go back to my to the whole uh, you know motto of the show that I've been pushing. In that the Yankees are predictable, so maybe they're pushing him back a start because he needs some extra rest. Because that's what the Yankees do in times when they really need to win ball games. They rest their guys, or they say he needs you know an extra day, and they get cute and they do this other <laughs> shit. And well, in fairness to them, I mean we got to look at it logically here. There was a doubleheader on Thursday, and Montgomery and Herman both pitched, so they're both lined up to pitch Tuesday. So I don't know if they would give Cole an extra day and pitch him on Thursday. They better, or they not. would, or they would, or they would go. Uh, uh, maybe they give one of Herman Montgomery a start on Tuesday, keep Cole on his day, and then back up the other of Cole and uh, of yes. uh, Montgomery and Herman till till Thursday. I would, I, mean, I would honestly, I'd see how Tyone does, and if he, and if they win that game Monday, maybe I, I trot out Montgomery, uh, for game two. Hope, hope he puts together a nice performance. He's had some success against the Rays, and then you got Garrett Cole for Wednesday. You got to start winning those ball games, and then you follow it up with Herman, who, who you know wasn't great his last time out, but he still. Pretty much gave you six six innings. What are you five and two thirds and and two runs? So he he's been great all year. I mean, since he's been back from the alternate site, man, you can pretty much pencil him in for six innings and absolutely. two runs. Absolutely, absolutely can. So that's what I do. I kind of base it off if Herman if Tyone gets lit up on Monday, I probably go to Herman on Tuesday. But that's just me. We'll see. It, it, let me tell you something. If the Yankees push back Cole to Thursday, they don't. They must not give a fuck. Don't don't touch Garrett Cole. Don't touch him anymore. 
So, so, so what? You could be down 0-3, and, and maybe he can salvage the last game of the series? I no, mean, really no. Wednesday's that, game is a huge game, especially if you win Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, I would really hope that one of these fucking idiots that pitch for them can win. A, uh, now, if, I'm not, I'm not going to take a shot at the pitching. I would really hope that this offense shows up at some point during this friggin' series. We're going to have to worry about Garrett Cole pitching potentially Thursday to save him from a, from a fucking, uh, what would it be, uh, three, uh, seven-game losing streak. Well, just real quick, I know we're running a little long here, but Fuck think it, about all the think about all the high intensity pitches you're putting on these these starting starters arms. These guys don't even want, can't even give up a run because they feel like that's it. You know, SGR made this point a couple weeks ago. Like they got to go out there and put up some runs early on and 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 take some pressure off the pitchers, man. That's another thing. It's gonna add, that's gonna take a toll too. <sighs> Right. So uh, that's the series uh, to look ahead to uh, with the Rays. It's a 105 start. So we'll, you know, our goal is to do a, another full show Thursday to talk about the Rays series. Uh, you'll at least get me on Patreon probably Tuesday night. And then if we can't do a full show, then I'll be back Thursday night. But that's that's my plan on Patreon this week, uh, Tuesday night. And then for us to do a main show on Thursday. Sounds good. All right. So, uh, everybody, <clears throat> get to the nearest bridge. Please. To the and, top. Just, and just wait and see how they do this week. And jump. No, I'm kidding. Please don't do that. Yeah. Um, ah. Ah. Hey, uh, in all seriousness, though, it is Memorial Day, and we should remember why everybody's uh, just kind of chilling and having uh, having a day off tomorrow. And it's because of our armed forces, our military men and women that uh, they make the ultimate sacrifice for us. So we uh, we want to say thank you to them for their sacrifices, especially those that paid the ultimate price to defend this country. So uh, thank you very much. If you're a, a veteran or an active service member listening, we, I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you very much. And um, or if you are family members or friends with anybody, please pass that along to us uh, from us. Thank you very much. We could not, we couldn't do what we do without, without you because you guys are, you guys are the real heroes and uh, you know, you keep us, uh, keep us free from, uh, from the, the bad people, I guess. From the boogeyman. So the boogeyman. All right, so uh, that'll wrap up episode two. What are we on? I don't even care. Anymore. Who cares? 235. Your mom. Your mom cares. Not, Not Ryan's mom. No, Ryan. Yeah. Ryan's mom's a nice, good-hearted woman. Your mom. My so mom? Much. Not so much. All right, so thank you for listening to episode 235 of the NYY Sports Talk podcast. Follow us on Twitter at NYY Sports Talk. Uh, please go to Patreon, patreon.com slash NYYST. Support the show there. Please help us hit our goal of 250 patrons by the end of the season. That will guarantee the show coming back in 2022. So that's where we're at there. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Stat Guy Rye. Go Yanks. Chris, say goodbye. Peace.